What's up, everybody? This is the Shut Up and Listen Sports Podcast. I am your host, Dan Gonzalez. We're going to jump straight into our weekly sports review. Free agency started off this past Monday with the NFL legally legally tampering period. We saw a lot of big names fly off the board, guys like C.J. Mosley. We had Anthony Barr fly off the board, even though he just flipped. We'll get more into that later on. We saw Malik Jackson go into Philly. Deshaun Jackson traded to Philadelphia. And even just now, we had Odell Beckham. He just sh- he just jumped ship, went straight to Cleveland. We'll dive more into that. We got basketball news as well. We have the Lakers. They are about two weeks away from being mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. Super disappointing season. They got LeBron now on a minutes restriction. Brandon Ingram, blood clot on his shoulder. Lonzo completely out for the season. We have an upstart Celtics team. They are 4-0 right now on the West Coast. They knocked out the Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors, and they had the Trailblazers. I believe they knocked them out the other night as well. So we're looking at an upstart Boston Celtics team. Uh, baseball spring training, we have Bryce Harper. Made his debut Saturday. Uh, I think he walked, got it, uh, ran in on a Reese Hoskins double. or No, Reese Hoskins home run, I'm sorry. And then we have the Yankees, Aaron Judge, continuing his hot spring home run tonight, home run a few nights ago. Things are looking great for the Yankees and the Phillies, respectfully. We're going to have a great year for local baseball. Uh, that's a quick review in our sports. As mentioned earlier, we have free agency, one of my favorite times of the NFL season. Legitimately, from now until probably around pro days towards draft day we're gonna have a lot of big names flying around a lot of new guys switching uniforms some may resign some obviously jump ship and it's legitimately the most exciting time of the year you get 48 to 72 straight hours of non-stop news rumors reports everything you want and a great offseason unlike baseball where it takes almost five months to get a big name free agent to sign I have a very, very special guest. I got my buddy, Levon Nelson. He's a huge Eagles fan. Say what's up to everyone, Levon. What's going on, guys? All right, Levon, we're going to jump straight in. Eagles, I was kind of hoping that they weren't going to make any moves before we did this podcast, but obviously you guys jump on. You guys get Malik Jackson, former uh, Seahawks defensive tackle, got him for three years, roughly 10 mil per year. Bring in Deshaun Jackson. Huge guy, obviously familiar with the system. What are your uh, what are your reactions to uh, the Eagles making these moves? Uh, Malik Jackson kicked off free agency. Uh, Adam Schefter initially reported it was a three-year, ten million dollar deal, which had everybody excited. <laughs> Dude, I was I, I legit scratched my head. I'm like, that does not make any sense at all for a top-flight defensive tackle. Does not make sense. I don't think I've ever seen Adam Schefter get anything wrong before. So I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. But three years, thirty million. Still not bad at all. Ten million a year. He was scheduled to make fifteen million with Jacksonville. Uh, he was the ninth best uh, interior defensive lineman when it comes to the pass rush, and now he plays next to the second best one in Fletcher Cox, who had ten and a half sacks last true. year. Very true. Very true. Um, and uh, Djax, he's back after how many like four or five seasons away from the team. Uh, deep threat return guy. We all knew that miracle at the Meadowlands uh, Christmas Eve, I believe it was, that he returned the. You guys were down like 30 at one point. You returned it. <laughs> 28 I, with like seven minutes left. It Michael was Vic. Ridiculous. I remember, I remember watching. I was working at Wendy's watching that. I was like, this this is not happening right now. Um, but well, what's your what, what was your initial reaction when you heard like the original rumors? He said that I want to go back to Philadelphia. Obviously, you're absorbing that contract, which was kind of not the ideal situation. But you get DJX back. 
Well, we've heard that for the past couple of years. Djax wants to come back. Djax wants to come back. But then he always took the money. He took the money when he went to Washington, and he took the money when he went to Tampa Bay. And uh, it didn't work out in Tampa Bay. I honestly was not a Djax fan when he got cut really? by Chip Kelly. Like, I was not a Djax so fan. So you, you supported the cut? I supported the cut. Oh, my God. And it man. was terrible um, looking back on it now. I just always thought he was a, a me-first player. And uh, even if I he could is, see that. If he is right now, the team is now strong enough to withstand that kind of ego. And uh, honestly, with Torrey Smith two years ago and then Mike Wallace not working out last year, That's right. uh, Carson hurt. definitely needs a deep threat in this offense. Shelton Gibson hasn't panned out to anything. Mac Collins was hurt all last year. Um, Djax definitely comes in, and he he led the NFL with 18.9 yards per catch last year, even being a 31-year-old receiver. So, man, yeah, like those, like the, I think like the first three weeks when Fitzpatrick was doing 400 yards a game, he was, Djax was like the main beneficiary from those receptions and I mean throws, I should say. He torched the Eagles. I mean, <laughs> in, he really in the second game, shredded Marshawn Lattimore as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Um, now, did you like the? Uh, I know like the Eagles before even free agent started, they they got Brandon Graham to come back, mm-hmm. or they kind of like re upped his deal. Um, that kind of that when that signing happened, that kind of put you guys like in the financial bind. Like, yo, what are we gonna do? I think you guys just restructured Jason Peters' contract as well. Yep. And uh, I think you guys told Stephen Wisniewski to kick rocks. You know, we're not gonna bring yeah. you back. Uh, how about Chris Long? What's the what's the news on Chris Long? Is he retired or is he just gonna go somewhere else? He's still up in the air. Chris Long, uh, he wants he he wanted more playing time. That was the thing when they uh, let go of Michael Bennett, which. I was not a fan of at all. Like, I can be straight up with you. I'd rather have Michael Bennett on the team than Brandon Graham. And it's terrible, but... Even with, even the age difference? Like, the age difference, like, three, four years. Um, Brandon Graham doesn't get the sacks that Michael Bennett does. Brandon Graham gets the pressures, don't get me wrong. And pressures do lead to sacks. But he had four and a half sacks last year, and then you gave him a $40 million contract when Michael Bennett had nine sacks last year. <laughs> And he was only making seven million. So I figured that they would keep Michael Bennett, let Brandon Graham walk, and draft a replacement. That is a true move. Uh, so like with you know we're watching all like these free agents fly and everything. Obviously the big name out there is Le'Veon Bell. We don't know what's going to happen with that guy. We feared the Jets made a huge offer after Anthony Barr flopped and said, you know, I'm going to go back to Minnesota. We've heard Baltimore say, hey, we might be interested. We've even heard the Bears have some rumblings in there. Um, you know with with uh, Le'Veon, uh, do you think the Eagles should jump on, or do you think you guys should just look for a cheaper option right now? Because we don't know what Le'Veon is. He was out for a year. We don't know the rust on the tires. We don't know. We don't even know his weight. We had the reports of he ballooned to 260, which is obviously not a running back. You're pushing on Eddie Lacy territory. <laughs> so, like, what's uh, what's the move for the Eagles at running backs? I know Clement and uh, Josh Adams were fantastic last year with what they had to do, but they're they're not long term answers. No, definitely not. Um, I'm a big fan of Josh Adams. I think he runs hard. He just has no lower body strength. Uh, he can definitely improve on that. But uh, at running back, if <clears throat> if the market for Le'Veon Bell is not there and he's not getting that 16 mil he wants and it starts to fall in that 10 to $12 million range, <clears throat> the Eagles might be the best team to sign him. They're not going to give him the most money, but they might be the best team to sign him. Yeah, I mean, that's that's massive. I mean, I keep... I'm just going to keep looking at my phone to make sure that, like, this guy doesn't pop off right now. I'm like, I'm during the podcast that uh, mm-hmm. this guy signs, you know, because um, when I was doing one podcast, I think it was, um, 
I think it was my first one. That's when, like, the Kareem Hunt stuff started coming out. Actually, Kareem Hunt signed with the Browns during the middle of one of my podcasts, and I was just like, dude, that's not the move. Like, <laughs> like with, dude, I was, people were actually telling me it was not a big deal. People were saying because she didn't suffer any major injuries, it's not a big deal. And that might be true to some people, but you cannot put your hands on a woman. Exactly. And granted, you can't even put your hands on a woman. If if you get recorded doing that, you you should be axed. And he was. Kansas City literally gave up their Super Bowl. And they did the right thing. They did. They because totally you should did the right not. Thing. You you have to set a precedent because like if if Kareem Hunt was the third string running back, he'd be playing that Alliance Football League right now. Oh, definitely. But because he's Kareem Hunt, he's back, and he's he's with the Cleveland Browns, who just now have Odell Beckham. They just traded for Odell Beckham Jr. You have Jarvis, obviously Baker uh, was fantastic. Doku. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Antonio it's, Callaway. Yeah, we can keep going on about their and they they just traded for Olivier Vernon, who's going to aid in their pass rush. They, you know, them and the Giants did two trades in a week. I wonder if they were in the first trade was Zietler and or Vernon. They're like, yo, how about Odell? Yeah. Honestly, you had to kick rocks on that because like. I'm, I'm gonna look at this Browns offense. It's crazy. It's exactly what we were just listing: Baker, Chubb, Beckham, Jarvis, Callaway, and Joku. You have the legitimately the most athletic offense in the NFL. I would I would completely agree with that. And the defense is still improving. They still have Ogba on the other side. Yeah, Emmanuel Ogba. Um, the, you have freaking Miles Garrett. The guy's a stud. Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, Olivia Vernon now. Imagine if they kept Jamie Collins. <laughs> oh man. And they did get let go of Jabril Peppers, but Peppers has been like a hybrid player his first two years. So yeah. he wa- yeah. wasn't really anything. Um, they got a first and a third, the Giants did, as well as Jabril Peppers. Which I think is going to come in handy for the Giants because where they're slotted in now, I think they got the 17th overall pick, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. And the sixth as well. <clears throat> yeah, so like you can get Jonah Williams, the offensive tackle, because Nate Sold is a bust. <clears throat> I'm sorry, you, you paid him the, an obscene amount of money, the Giants did. Bust. Would you, would you agree? Like he just uh, yeah. he busted out, and the yeah. Patriots knew what they were doing. They were like, "Here, you can take him, man." Like we we want we got to the Super Bowl with him, um, and uh, what's his face? Uh, I think they also drafted Isaiah Wynn. He tore his Achilles, and then they got that Trent Brown guy who just now got paid by the Raiders. <laughs> so it's like that, the Patriots know what they're doing, even though they're one of those teams that haven't signed. They're the only team in the NFL right now that has not signed a single free agent or even re-signed the player. And but we know what they're doing. Yeah, like that's it's it's Belichick. I'm just still like I, I'm still mind blown on this Odell Beckham trade. Yeah, uh, I actually thought it was going to happen. From- I thought it was a joke, honestly, because they were like, "Oh yeah, they're talking <laughs> to an AFC North team." I'm like, "Ah, reporters are just filling a void until draft time." You know, when we get closer to the draft, we can start talking like Kyler and you know Quinn and Williams. But like, this was real. Yeah, I looked back on my Twitter free- feed and uh, March 26th last year, I said Odell Beckham will be a Brown. Did you really? Yes. Yes, I did. The moment they got Jarvis Landry, I was like, Odell's coming. Dude, like, honestly, I don't know why. But I that saw was him in LA. His contract. I saw him with the Rams. I don't know why. I thought the LA Rams, the offseason they were having last year, they were just getting everyone, paying everybody. I'm like, yo. I'm like, they can just swoop in and just like, we'll take Odell. But they end up getting Brandon Cooks. So I remember he got his lights taken out in the Super Bowl with the Patriots. <laughs> Malcolm Jenkins. Legitimately crushed him. Yeah. Ended his life. Like, with the Giants, like, you can get Jonah Williams, the offensive tackle from Alabama at that spot. You can even probably get Greedy Williams because I think he's going to be a really solid corner. That's Personally, as a Jets fan, that's who I want them to kind of, like, trade out of three. We can slide down so it doesn't look like we reached on Greedy Williams. Because last year, I thought the Browns reached on Denzel Ward. 
All right, sorry guys, we had a little technical difficulties with our recording system, but getting back on track, uh, like I said, I thought, I thought Denzel Ward was a reach, and that guy ended up becoming a superstar with the with the Cleveland Browns from the beginning. Even preseason game one, he was making an immediate impact. Uh, you know, we're getting into draft time. We're gonna we're gonna save our draft podcast like our predictions for all the picks. But what I personally want, uh, Josh Allen, the linebacker from Kentucky. Uh, I know the Eagles where you guys are like in the mid twenties. Uh twenty five. Twenty five. Right now with free agency going the way it is, like say the Eagles stop, like everything's done. We got our team. Now we're gonna focus on the draft. Pick twenty five. <laughs> I was all set on Wilkins from uh, Clemson, but uh, Christian Wilkins. Now that we have Jackson, it's just like, do we draft one of them? <laughs> A defensive tackle, maybe Montez Sweat. Um. Fast as hell, and uh, he might go top ten. Apparently, his his combine was like dude. The D line in general is insane. Yeah, if you have if, if you, you have, have Bozo, a pass rush, have, uh, Gary, you have sweat. Like yeah, if you if you have a pass rush problem, get get someone here because this this draft is legitimately pass rushers and offensive linemen. If you, and the Jets have a need for both of those guys, so like I'm, this is where it gets interesting too for like. You know, I, w- I want I I would love to keep Darren Lee, but <clears throat> you know, he with with C J Mosley coming as an inside linebacker. Now we're gonna have to, you know, really start thinking about yo. Know, do we trade this guy for like a second or third round pick, or do we trade back in the first round, keep Darren Lee, and hopefully someone gives us a a first and a second round pick. Yeah, and uh, one last thing on the Eagles um, with Jordan Hicks leaving. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a shocker. Actually, I was not expecting to get paid by the. Cardinals. No, he got nine million a year, which isn't too bad. I, I wouldn't give him that. He had one healthy year since his senior year at Texas. But uh Devin Bush, if he falls in the draft, he would be a that's an outstanding a, yeah. pick for Jim Schwartz's he, defense. Yeah, that that kid's special. If no one's heard of Devin Bush, he's the middle linebacker. He's basically a defensive captain with Rashawn Gary at Michigan. Uh kid's big time. Uh he's slated to a mid to late first round pick at, at Devin White. The linebacker from LSU is the consensus number one middle linebacker in the class because he's kid's fast as hell. Uh, you know when you go to, when you go when you go to LSU, you're expected to like, when you draft a defensive guy, you're, they're expected to be like the cream of the crop. Definitely. Even like uh, I thought Jalen Mills was going to be one of those steals, but obviously he. Uh, I think he's going to be a safety very shortly. You think so? <laughs> yeah. He has the attitude know. for it because he all he even. Uh, he can get torched the whole game, but if he gets one incomplete pass, he's in your face talking shit. He had the best red zone efficiency for a corner last year. Did he actually? Yes. Nobody scores under James Mills in the red zone. They'll burn him all day on slow goes, but nobody scores on him in the red zone. I couldn't, you know, I seriously saw him play a bunch of these games. I'm like, yo, where's the guy last year, the Green Goblin guy last year that we were, like, I'm not an Eagles fan, but, like, I, I was living in South Jersey, so it's just Eagles everything, so I was forced into, like, Watching it, so I was like, "Dude, this guy sucks now." <laughs> like he legitimately sucks. He went from, you know, filling in nicely. By the way, you guys have some guys that filled in beautifully at corner. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm high on Avante Maddox. I think that kid's yeah. really good. Um, he played DeAndre Hopkins really well. Not many corners do that. Uh, that LeBlanc guy was pretty good Out too. Out of nowhere, that kid was like, that kid was really good. Like I'm talking about, I'm saying like when I when I play Madden fantasy draft, I'm drafting that guy like late. <laughs> I was I was really impressed with that dude. You still have Sidney Jones who hasn't proved anything yet. 
Uh, that doesn't look like a very good pick right now. But you know, you got him in the second round. Yeah, definitely. So it's not a complete loss because he was a first round grade. He was going to be the first corner taken if he didn't tear his Achilles. Yeah, yeah. He was he when the Eagles drafted him. People were like, oh, okay. Well, now this is where it's this is where it gets interesting because you guys just got to steal the draft on that one. I like Rasul Douglas a lot too. He's a ball hawk. That kid's good too. I like he Rasul just, Douglas. He's a little more polished. Yeah. Um. But with free agency, too, I noticed that the Ravens just lost everybody. Like, they lost their leading tackler, sack guy. Uh, I think Eric Weddle led, like, in pass deflections or something like that. Like, they lost like, some really key guys. Yeah. Like, do, like, does Ozzie Newsome not being the GM of the Ravens really have something to do? I think it had something to do with it. I talked to a Ravens fan, and I was like, dude, I think, you know, with Ozzie Newsome gone, you know, the guy was, like, so well-respected, and he brought you guys so much talent, and he knew how to negotiate. Without him there... These guys walked. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's just the Ravens defense seems to always come together at some point, but they just lost Terrell Suggs, who's been there for, what, the best 14 he's, years? He's been there since years. I was, like, in fifth grade, honestly. Yeah, for real. And he just went to the Cardinals out of nowhere. Zadarius <laughs> Smith. God bless you over there. That's our, Smith. That's, our, that's our producer, Vinny, over there, seizing his ass off. <laughs> Zadarius Smith went to the Packers. <laughs> CJ Mosley got absolutely paid by the Jets. You know what? I loved it because, like... You're a Jets fan. Dad, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I was like, dude, anyone that wants to join this sorry-ass team right now, come on in, man, because obviously whatever McCagnan is saying, these guys are buying it because we had Anthony Barr until he realized playing in New York had was too much pressure and he got cold feet and vomited in his hotel room probably and wow. decided to like resign re the Vikings. Good for you for staying loyal to your team but like dude, you knew what you were signing up for. We're not new we're not the, you know, small market city team. We're the, you know, we're in New York. You're going to get a uh, you're going to get shit if you're not going to play. Um one team that I'm actually very disappointed in, Houston Texans. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Producer Vinny's favorite team, but I'm I'm actually I'm actually really upset with them. You know they 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 got rid of Tyron Matthew. To this day, I don't know why they signed him to a one year deal. I really thought that that was like that's a prove it deal, and he proved it. I what? But well, what was there to prove though? He's Tyron Matthew. Like, yeah. He he proved it in Arizona. Like he obviously had all those issues at LSU, and his prove it was getting drafted and having Patrick Peterson look after him. He proved it. Yeah. Um, they lost their, uh, I think, Kareem Jackson. He signed elsewhere. They lost they lost another corner. I forget his name. Look, man, we lost our whole defense. <laughs> <laughs> they have, I mean, they have JJ. I mean, apparently they're shopping Jadavion Clowney now. Really? Yeah, because right. they can't afford him. He's going to get paid. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he's a free agent next year, and if you franchise tag him, that's going to be obscene. They did just sign to Sean Gibson, who's that was a, good, a little I bit like of a ball hawk. He's that was a not. decent pick, but, uh, you know, they they have to start realizing, you know, Deshaun Watson, he's going to get paid. It's a fantastic talent. Um, you know, I think. Did I th they sign Bradley Roby? Somebody signed Bradley Roby. Someone, I think they did. Yeah. I think I think, I think the Texans signed million. Bradley Roby, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a solid pickup, too. He's a good, he's a slot corner. You need another, like, big body on the outside. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of a, I was, I was pretty shocked when Ty, I thought Tyron was going to resign. I didn't really think he was going to have a market. I thought it was kind of like dead set. It seemed like he was happy with the team, too. I thought, I mean, he, he, he went, when he signed, when he got released from the Cardinals, he was like, I want to go to a winning situation. Yeah. They were a winning situation. 
You know, they, they went out, they got they got him, they got Demarius Thomas midseason, which I thought was massive until he shredded his knee. Yep. Um, and, you know, you have Wolf Fuller who just can't stay healthy, but, man, when he's healthy, that kick and play. Yeah, definitely. And then you have DeAndre Hopkins who, in my opinion, is obviously a top five receiver. The guy uh, he's does the best big... receiver in the NFL. Really? 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 Back, back that up. Yes, I, sir. Yes, you know what? Back, back that up because I, About I don't, I don't agree. I with anybody. He had a season, the only NFL receiver in history to have a season, he had 100 yards with four different quarterbacks in the season. Four different scrub <laughs> Quarterbacks in Tex on the Texans. Well, that's like I mean he's like I said and he's he had top no drops five. this year, right? He had no drops. He this had year. he was top five. My man, my he, man. He's top five, but you want to tell you my favorite? Not my favorite, but you want to tell you who I think number one is? Antonio Brown. It's Julio Jones. Uh, Julio's depth. It's yeah. Julio Jones. Julio's that up guy. Really have a good year this year? That guy is a physical specimen, and I don't blame him for not getting any red zone targets. Steve Sarkeesian obviously did not know how to run that offense because when when they had when Mike when, when uh I forget who was their offensive coordinator before Sark. I forget who they had. Uh, it's going to come into my head right at the end of the podcast. I already know it. But regardless of the fact, they went to the Super Bowl with uh, oh, Shanahan. Yeah. It was Kyle Shanahan. He he had Julio as like a like 12 touchdowns. You know, almost he was on pace to get like 2,000 receiving yards at one point in the middle of the season. This guy, I, I truly believe because Julio's a physical specimen. He's huge. Does not drop too much. I will say the one knock is the injury. He he always has seems to have like a nagging hamstring, but that guy still goes out and balls out. I like DeAndre Hopkins. He's not the best receiver in the NFL to me. He's top five. <laughs> I'll show the man love, but so, so who are the four better than him? I will take Julio. A B. I'll take A B over him. Uh and I'll take Hopkins three. So he's top three. Yeah, I I I'll respect top five, top three. Like you know, I don't. I don't believe in top threes. You're top five, top ten. Like you go in increments of five, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. He's number one. Thank but you. I can't. I just, just can't put him number forward. one because why? Because because <laughs> T.J. Yates can lob the ball up there and let this guy go get it. Because Bro, he went a whole year without dropping the A.B. ball. A.B. couldn't do anything when Roethlisberger was. That's true, in and the that's game. why he's not. And that's why he's not number one to me. Because when and Andrew Jones seen, was a quarterback, he didn't do shit. I haven't seen Julio without Matt Ryan, so I can't tell you. True what that. He can do yeah, Matt Ryan. but, but like, I've seen this man with. Ten different quarterbacks yes, still sir. produce the same way. Yes, I just, sir. I don't, uh, I just feel like when you have a guy like that, you know, I can throw one up there and he could probably go out and get that, it. That's probably true because he's <laughs> the best receiver in the NFL. But I can do that with Julio <laughs> Jones too because Julio Jones is six four and he'll body the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that. That's why I, I've had Julio Jones number one for like probably about two, three years now. And I had Odell, but like Odell, when when Odell flopped in that playoff game in Green Bay. He dropped it for me. Like, I'm like, you went down in my ranking because you did not show up. Instead, you went to Miami. Thought you were going to go into Green Bay and upset Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs? Get the fuck out of here, man. I think if Hopkins was in a bigger market, you'd have a different opinion. No, absolutely not. Okay. He's, he's done enough where, he's done enough in a, in a decent market in Houston to catch my attention. I mean, I mean, look at. Look I mean, I'm biased as hell, but I'm just. Saying. I mean, but look at look at like Larry Fitzgerald. He just won me a fantasy championship, so. So they're, they're, that's where that's where it's coming in, then, right? <laughs> when you some cash. First time he won in like five years, so. I'm getting in on this next year, by the way. I'm gonna. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm getting in in fantasy baseball too. Okay. That's my that's a, that's my that's my forte. Fantasy baseball. Fantasy baseball is my forte. That's why we're, that's why we're okay. a team. Yeah. <laughs> Auction draft season. 
You, you do auction drafts? Auction drafts. I can't. You see, I, I never, I hate auction drafts. I did one last year. Dude, it was the best draft. Dude, like, those things I had the worst, boring as hell. Dude, you had to, you had to drop like $20. Lead, dollars, like, so much fun. Oh, my God. You have to, like, I hate that crap because, like, one, it takes like 80 hours to finish because well, you go player by player. It's not like pick by pick. Like, yeah. Well, the, the commissioner was also very boring, too. So it was kind of, kind of, I mean, the whole event kind of boring. But. You know. Oh, man, Manny probably comments on my face when he's probably switching NFL teams again. <laughs> <laughs> I have a guy. He's my, he's my best friend, uh, but he loves flop. He loves switching teams. He went from Jets to Giants. He went from uh, Brooklyn Nets to Sixers. I mean, which kind? Of, I mean, like, the, but the, maybe he, he just likes players. Ah, ride your squad, man. No, he he he's he likes. I, I forget what his reason was. I don't have an NBA team. Really? I root for the Sixers now more, but. I mean, I'm, a, I'm like, like the, I'm the weird guy who likes the Miami Heat in New Jersey. I, I used to follow Baron Davis to every ta- team he went to. That is really? true. I swear to God. Baron oh. Davis. Baron what a Davis. random guy. No, he was he was obsessed with Baron Davis. Baron Davis is my dude, man. I mean, he was good, but like... I mean, leave all my kids, bro. I used to... Baron Davis. I used to be a like, big Jameer Davis. Nelson fan, too. That was a Shea Hillenbrand fan too. I liked like yeah. I mean, I could, I could respect players, but not like I could respect like those like those uh, those gritty tough dudes. Derek, I, think Baron, I, I think Baron Davis could come back or so. Like those 2008. Eh, he's in big three now. He, that's where he's got to stay. Those 2008 <laughs> Warriors when he dunked on Karolenko. Oh, my God. Dude, the, what are the, the, the We Believe Warriors. Yeah, Yeah, the, they upset the Mavericks, the one seed. Before anybody was a Warriors fan, I was a Warriors <laughs> fan. <laughs> Steven Jackson. Oh, my God. Dude, I remember I played with that team in NBA Live Adrian's. because Jason Richardson. NBA Live. Dude, yeah, dude, NBA Live 06, dude, Jason Richardson used to dunk from the free throw line. Yeah. <laughs> and they had this uh, they had this one quirky motherfucker. He was a center. Andres Beardrins? Yeah, Andres Beardrins. This guy <laughs> was the hook machine. He would just throw it up there. He'd make it. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, the the Jets, the Jets apparently are going to give Le'Veon to like midnight tonight to say some shit. <laughs> Look, honestly, the, the fact that they said that... We're gonna rescind your offer at midnight, dude. You're not gonna rescind that offer. He's too big of a star to rescind that because how well did that work for Pittsburgh when they gave him a deadline? He did not give it. He shit. sat down and one was... year later. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm not a fan of holdouts. I'm really not. But like, he deserved to get paid. Yeah. There's certain guys who are like, dude, where the fuck are you holding out for? Like, you're not, you're, you're, you're good, but like, like. You're really going to get there and you sit there and pat like a child? I, I, I do hate the franchise tag, though. I think I feel like players should be able to experience free agency and see what they can get in the open market. Imagine if, like, baseball had a franchise tag. Can you yeah, break down for what a franchise tag is? So, like, a uh, franchise tag is basically once you reach, like, a certain, like, number of years service with an NFL team they can franchise tag you. What a franchise tag is, it's a one-year deal, and what they do is, say you're a quarterback, they average the highest salary that year for the quarterback and the lowest. You average those two together, and you come up with that number, and that's going to be the player's salary for that year. So and the player doesn't have a choice? The play, you can get franchise tag, but you can sign a franchise tender, which you are accepting the fact that you're getting franchise tag, you're accepting the salary, and you're going to play for said team this year. Now, Le'Veon decided not to sign the tender and it expired, I think, what was like week three of the NFL season? Yeah. And then uh, with that, then he was like, he was done for the year. They they took, they they rescinded their tag and each team only gets one per year. You can't just do it to every single guy. 
You, you get one franchise tag per year, and it has to go with your. It goes against your cap, and it's it's, it's super expensive, but it hurts the free agent. It hurts free agency because you'll get you'll never see a big name quarterback hit the open market until last year. We got Kirk Cousins, and obviously we saw what happened in Minnesota. Big name. <laughs> that was the uh, big uh, name. I mean, call me. What do you get? Eighty-four million. Yeah, guaranteed? you got fully ninety million guaranteed. Don't do even mean? make the playoffs, and I thought they had the best team on paper entering I mean, last year with Thielen, Diggs, uh, Kyle Rudolph. Dude, their defense was insane. Their defense got exposed by Nick Foles the year before, completely exposed. Yeah, I mean, I thought Don, I got, I thought John D, uh, John D. Filippo getting fired was not fair. I thought it was um, more Mike Zimmer not knowing how to run the ball. I would agree with that. John D. Filippo is a great coach. And, He's gonna uh, make. I mean, when I found out he was in Jacksonville, I was yeah. like, "Yo, Nick Foles, Nick might, Foles, have, Nick Foles might have a yeah. Nick Foles might actually have a decent year because I know don't he's have not a single a, weapon though." Yeah, I think their best receiver right now is D.D. Westbrook, and he's a slot guy. I love D.D. Westbrook, though. Coming out of Oklahoma, oh, my yeah. God. I wanted him so bad in the draft. But uh, Leonard Fournette can't stay healthy. They have no running back. Another guy, they him. they turned down. I think Fournette's a free agent. No, no, no. Yeldon is. Yeldon is. I thought they, I thought they, one. I thought they, uh, I thought they told Fournette, I thought they didn't give Fournette his contract. Like, he has, a, he has something in his contract where you have to pay him X amount, like a bonus, and they didn't do it. And so I thought his contract got voided and he's a free agent i'm pretty sure he's i can not, double check that like, <coughs> he might be next year i don't think he's going back i don't think jalen ramsey's gonna be uh he's the next one to get traded next year i'm, I'm saying it right now he's the next he, one to he get called traded. out landon collins landon collins got paid and he was like uh box safeties are making this kind of money i can't wait to get paid he's gonna be the highest paid corner in nfl history oh yeah i mean deservingly so yeah definitely i mean he's I mean, sometimes he did talk too Unless he much faces shit. DeAndre Hopkins, and then he's an he'll lock player. down. He'll lock down DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> FSU pride here. I love Florida State football, <laughs> so I'm gonna ride with them. Uh, but yeah, uh, Levi, it was great. Uh, you know, there's a great first opening podcast for us, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do many more fantastic podcasts throughout the year. Um, I'm aiming for the next one. We're gonna get closer to draft day. We're getting closer to NBA playoffs, MLB MLB season. About two and a half weeks away, so we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get out of here. We appreciate everyone listening to the Shut Up and Listen podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Shut up and listen. <laughs>